Welcome back and open your Bible to Exodus chapter 12. Now, the last time we were together, uh, we saw that the Lord uh, uh, told Moses to let Pharaoh know that he was going to bring one last plague. Uh, now we are going to uh, see what comes about as we look at Exodus chapter 12. The title of the lesson is The Passover Lamb. Open your Bible to Exodus chapter 12 and let's read. The Book of Exodus Exodus 12 The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in Egypt, This month is to be for you the first month, the first month of your year. Tell the whole community of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family, one for each household. If any household is too small for a whole lamb, they must share one with their nearest neighbor. Having taken into account the number of people there are, you are to determine the amount of lamb needed in accordance with what each person will eat. The animals you choose must be year-old males without defect, and you may take them from the sheep or goats. Take care of them until the fourteenth day of the month, when all the people of the community of Israel must slaughter them at twilight. Then they are to take some of the blood and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames of the houses where they eat the lambs. That same night, they are to eat the meat roasted over the fire, along with bitter herbs and bread made without yeast. Do not eat the meat raw or cooked in water, but roasted over the fire, head, legs, and inner parts. Do not leave any of it till morning. If some is left till morning, you must burn it. This is how you are to eat it. With your cloak tucked in your belt, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. Eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. On that same night, I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn, both men and animals. And I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. This is a day you are to commemorate. For the generations to come, you shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord, a lasting ordinance. For seven days you are to eat bread made without yeast. On the first day, remove the yeast from your houses, for whoever eats anything with yeast in it from the first day through the seventh must be cut off from Israel. On the first day, hold a sacred assembly, and another one on the seventh day. Do not work at all in these days, except to prepare food for everyone to eat. That is all you may do. Celebrate the Feast of Unleavened Bread, because it was on this very day that I brought your divisions out of Egypt. Celebrate this day as a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. In the first month, you are to eat bread made without yeast from the evening of the fourteenth day until the evening of the twenty-first day. For seven days, no yeast is to be found in your houses, and whoever eats anything with yeast in it must be cut off from the community of Israel, whether he is an alien or native-born. Eat nothing made with yeast. Wherever you live, you must eat unleavened bread. Then Moses summoned all the elders of Israel and said to them, 
Go at once and select the animals for your families and slaughter the Passover lamb. Take a bunch of hyssop, dip it into the blood in the basin, and put some of the blood on the top and on both sides of the doorframe. Not one of you shall go out the door of his house until morning. When the Lord goes through the land to strike down the Egyptians, he will see the blood on the top and sides of the doorframe, and will pass over that doorway, and he will not permit the destroyer to enter your houses and strike you down. Obey these instructions as a lasting ordinance for you and your descendants. When you enter the land that the Lord will give you as he promised, observe this ceremony. And when your children ask you, What does this ceremony mean to you? Then tell them, It is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord who passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt and spared our homes when he struck down the Egyptians. Then the people bowed down and worshipped. The Israelites did just what the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. At midnight, the Lord struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on the throne to the firstborn of the prisoner who was in the dungeon and the firstborn of all the livestock as well. Pharaoh and all his officials and all the Egyptians got up during the night and there was loud wailing in Egypt for there was not a house without someone dead. During the night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Up! Leave my people, you and the Israelites, go, worship the Lord as you have requested, take your flocks and herd as you have said, and go, and also bless me. The Egyptians urged the people to hurry and leave the country, for otherwise, they said, we will all die. So the people took their dough before the yeast was added, and carried it on their shoulders in kneading troughs, wrapped in clothing. The Israelites did as Moses instructed and asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold and for clothing. The Lord had made the Egyptians favorably disposed toward the people, and they gave them what they asked for, so they plundered the Egyptians. The Israelites journeyed from Ramses to Succoth. There were about 600,000 men on foot besides women and children. Many other people went up with them, as well as large droves of livestock, both flocks and herds. With the dough they had brought from Egypt, they baked cakes of unleavened bread. The dough was without yeast, because they had been driven out of Egypt and did not have time to prepare food for themselves. Now the length of time the Israelite people lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of the 430 years, to the very day, all the Lord's divisions left Egypt, because the Lord kept vigil that night to bring them out of Egypt. On this night, all the Israelites are to keep vigil to honor the Lord for the generations to come. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, These are the regulations for the Passover. No foreigner is to eat of it. Any slave you have bought may eat of it after you have circumcised him but a temporary resident and a hired worker may not eat of it. It must be eaten inside one house. Take none of the meat outside the house. Do not break any of the bones. The whole community of Israel must celebrate it. An alien living among you who wants to celebrate the Lord's Passover must have all the males in his household circumcised. 
then he may take part like one born in the land. No uncircumcised male may eat of it. The same law applies to the native-born and to the alien living among you. All the Israelites did just what the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. On that very day, the Lord brought the Israelites out of Egypt by their divisions. All right, now, we start this chapter uh, reminding ourselves how chapter 11 ended. Now, the Lord said he was bringing uh, one last plague, and here we see how it will come about. Uh, verses 1 through 13 explains this. Uh, now, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be the beginning of months for you. It is to be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, uh, they are each one to take a lamb for themselves, according to their father's household, a lamb for each household. Now, if the household is too small for a lamb, then he and his neighbor nearest to his house are to take one according to the number of persons in them. According to what each man should eat, you are to divide the lamb. Your lamb shall be an unblemished male, a year old, you may take it from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel is to kill it at twilight. Moreover, they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. And they shall eat the flesh that same night, roast it with fire, and they shall eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled at all with water, but rather roast it with fire, both its head and its legs, along with its entrails. And you shall not leave any of it over until morning, but whatever is left of it until morning, you shall burn with fire. Now you shall eat it in this matter with your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will go through the land of Egypt on that night, and will strike down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. There are a few things to note here. Uh, one, verse two says, it shall be the beginning of months for the Hebrews. Now, the Jewish calendar is based on lunar months and not solar months like ours. Uh, later, we will see that this month is called a bid. Uh, in uh, Exodus 13 and 4. Number two, on uh, the 10th of this month, the Hebrews are to take a lamb for each household. Three, the lamb shall be unblemished, Hebrew 8549, which is to be whole or nothing wrong with it. So in other words, uh, you know, it can't have a limp. It can't have a missing or closed eye. It had to be unblemished, perfect, as perfect as, as perfect can be. Number four, on the 14th day, the whole congregation is to kill the lamb. Number five, according to verse seven, 
they are to put some of the blood on the doorpost and the top of the door. Six, verses eight through nine say, uh, say that they are to roast it and eat it, including the head, legs, and entrails, which is Hebrew 7130, which is the inner part. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, um, next we see how they are to eat it. Uh, let's look at uh look at, let's look at verse eleven again. Uh, now you shall eat it in this manner: with your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. So the Lord even gave them directions on how they were to eat it. Now, uh, the Lord tells Moses what he is going to do. Look at verses uh twelve and thirteen. Excuse me. For I will go through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgments. I am the Lord and the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. <clears throat> So now we see why the doors uh, need to have the blood on, on the post and why that is so important. Now, uh, the Lord introduces the Feast of Unleavened Bread in verses 14 through 22. Let's look at those again. Feast of Unleavened Bread. Now, this day will be a memorial to you, and you shall celebrate it as a feast to the Lord. Throughout your generations, you are to celebrate it as a permanent ordinance. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, but on the first day you shall remove leaven from your houses. For whoever eats anything leavened from the first day until the seventh day, that person shall be cut off from Israel. And on the first day you shall have a holy assembly and another holy assembly on the seventh day. No work at all shall be done on them except what must be eaten by every person that alone may be prepared by you. You shall also observe the Feast of Unleavened Bread, uh, for on this very day I brought your host out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, you shall observe this day, observe this day throughout your generations as a permanent ordinance. In the first month, on the 14th day of the month at evening, you shall eat unleavened bread until the 21st day of the month at evening. Seven days there shall be no leaven found in your houses. Whoever eats what is leavened, that person shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he is an alien or a native of the land. You shall not eat anything leavened in all your dwellings. You shall eat unleavened bread. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and take for yourself lambs according to your families and slay the Passover lamb. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood which is in the basin and apply some of the blood that is in the basin to the lintel on the two doorposts, and none of you shall go outside the door of his house until morning. So now the Lord has uh, has introduced the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and he tells them exactly how he, he wants this bread eaten. Why? Well, the Lord knows, and whatever he says is just so, it's just what it is, and it was for them to follow. Uh, now, finally, Israel is about to leave Egypt. We see this in verses 33 through 41. I'm sorry, 23 through, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, let, me, let me back up, let me back up. 
uh, in verses, I'm sorry, you see, I made a mistake, back up. In verses 23 through 32, we see a memorial of redemption. Sorry about that. I got uh, my notes jambled up. We're looking at verses 23 through 32, a memorial of redemption. For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to smite you. And you shall observe this e uh, event as an ordinance for you and your children forever. And it will come about when you enter the land which the Lord will give you as he has promised that you will observe this right. And it will come about when your children will say to you, what does this right mean to you? That you shall say, it is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord who passed over the house of the sons of Israel in Egypt when he smoked the Egyptians, but spared our homes and the people bowed low and worshiped. So he's saying it's going to come a time where the children are going to ask, why do we do this? Then the sons of Israel went and did so just as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron, so they did. Now it came about at midnight that the Lord struck all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. From the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon and all the firstborn of cattle. And Pharaoh arose in the night, he and all his servants and all the Egyptians. And there was a great cry in Egypt for there was no home where there was not someone dead. Then he called for Moses and Aaron at night and said, rise up, get out from among my people both you and the sons of Israel, and go, worship the Lord as you have said. Take both your flocks and your herds as you have said, and go, and bless me also. So we see that the Lord has come through. He's done exactly uh, what he said, and uh, now Pharaoh is finally starting to soften his heart. Now we see that uh, Israel finally is about to leave Egypt. Now we will look at verses 33 through 41. The Egyptians urged the people to send them out of the land in haste, for they said, we shall all be dead. So the people took their dough before it was leavened with their kneading bowls bound up in the uh, clothes on their shoulders. Now the sons of Israel had done according to the word of Moses, for they had requested from the Egyptians articles of silver and articles of gold and clothing. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they let them have their request. Thus they plundered the Egyptians. Now the sons of Israel journeyed from Ramesses to Sukkoth, about 600,000 men on foot aside from children. And a mixed multitude also went up with them, along with flocks and herds, a very large number of livestock. And they baked the dough which they had brought out of Egypt into cakes of unleavened bread. For it had not become leavened since they were driven out of Egypt and could not delay, nor uh, had they prepared any provisions for themselves. Now the time that the sons of Israel lived in Egypt was 430 years. And it came about at the end of 430 years to the very day that all the hosts of the Lord went out uh, from the land of Egypt. Uh, now, uh, verse 37 says they traveled from Ramesses to Sukkoth, uh, which is modern day El uh, Mansura to about the uh, Suza Canal, uh, right on the edge uh, going into the Sinai. And uh, now verse 40 said they lived in Egypt 430 years. Now, why is that significant? Turn back to Genesis 15. Flip back to your left. 
and go to Genesis 15. And we will look at verses 13 and 16. Genesis 15 verses 13 and 16. 13 says, And God said to Abram, Know for certain that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, where they will be enslaved and oppressed for 400 years. Drop down to verse 16. Then in the fourth generation, they shall return here for, uh, for, the, uh, in, uh, for the iniquity of the Amorite is not yet complete. So that's why that was so significant. It was a prophecy come true. Now, the Lord uh, gives the ordinance. Oh, hold on. I took, my finger, I took my finger out. Make sure you didn't do like me. Turn back to Exodus 12. I moved my finger for a second. All right. Okay, now the Lord gives the ordinance of the Passover, of verses 42 through 51. Let's read them. Uh, it is a night to be absorbed for the Lord for having brought them out from the land of Egypt. This night is for the Lord to be absorbed by all the sons of Israel through their generations. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, this is the ordinance of the Passover. No foreigner is to eat of it. But every man's slave purchased with money after you have circumcised him, then he may eat of it. A sojourner of a higher servant shall not eat of it. It is to be eaten in a single house. You are not to bring forth any of the flesh outside of the house, nor are you to break any bone of it. All the congregation of Israel are to celebrate this. But if a stranger sojourns with you and celebrates the Passover to the Lord, let all his males be circumcised, and then let him come near to celebrate it. And he shall be like a native of the land, but no uncircumcised person may eat of it. The same law shall apply to the native as to the stranger who sojourns among you. Then all the sons of Israel did so. They did just as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. And it came about on that same day that the Lord brought the sons of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their hosts. Okay, now, uh, we should note a few things here. One, uh, the reason this was to be observed is because the Lord brought the Israelites out of Egypt. Uh, it says that, this, look, at verse, look at verse 42 again. It is a night to be observed for the Lord for having brought them out from the land of Egypt. Number two, uh, Yahweh tells Moses and Aaron, no foreigner is to eat it. In verse 43, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, this is the ordinance of the Passover. No foreigner is to eat of it. Number three, a servant brought with money may eat it. Look at verse 44 again. But every man's slave purchased with money after you have circumcised him, then he, he may eat of it. Uh, number four, the Lord tells them how they are to eat it. Let's look at verses 46 and 47 again. Uh, it is to be eaten in a single house. You are not to bring forth any of the flesh outside of the house, nor are you to break any bone of it. All the congregation of Israel are to celebrate this. So they're supposed to eat it in the home, not outside the home. Number five, God shows his grace, grace and lets them know how a stranger slash foreigner can eat the Passover. Look at verses 48 and 49 again. But if a stranger sojourns with you 
and celebrates the Passover to the land. Let all his males be circumcised and then let him come near to celebrate it. And he shall be like a native of the land, but no uncircumcised male, I'm sorry, person may eat of it. The same law shall apply to the native as to the strangers who sojourn among you. <clears throat> now we see God's grace there. We see that this is something that's not just for Israel. He says a foreigner may eat it, but these are the rules on how he must eat it. You know, he must also be circumcised. Uh, and uh, number six, uh, the Lord, I mean, I'm sorry, the sons of Israel did exactly as the Lord commanded. Look at 50 and 51 again. Then all the sons of Israel did so. They did just as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. And it came about on that same day that the Lord brought the sons of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their hosts. So they obeyed everything that the Lord said through Aaron and Moses. And the Lord is finally bringing them out of the land of Egypt. <clears throat> well, that brings us to the end of Exodus chapter 12. Thanks for joining. That's all for now. God bless.